Okay, welcome to Rec Reflect. This is a really awesome episode for us. We're with our, our old pal, Jeffy Che, who has uh, been really working hard to organize um, our Parks and Rec play day at the Capitol on April 28th. We hope to see everybody out there. Um, Jeff was awesome. He put together a really cool interview for us with Representative John Busey, who's from uh, the 136th District in Texas, House of Representatives. Um, it was an awesome conversation to hear from, from Representative Busey about why he's so excited about Parks and Rec. Uh, and go out there and meet this gentleman while you're out there. Yeah, so uh, play day at the Capitol. Uh, this is the first time Texas Recreation and Park Society has done this. We're so excited. We're just going to be having a good time doing what we do as Parks and Recreation professionals. So we're going to be playing games. We're going to be uh, shooting archery in a, uh, in a very uh, professional and safe manner, hopefully. And uh, we're going to have some free lunch. Uh, obviously, networking. Um, to be able to advocate for Parks and Recreation. It's going to be such a good time. That's on uh, Thursday, April 28th. So it's two weeks from today when this is being recorded. I'm sure it'll be less than that when this podcast comes out. Um, but it's from 11 to 2 p.m. We'll be on the southwest lawn of the Texas State Capitol. Uh, I don't think you need the address. It's the big domed building in the middle of Austin. It's pretty easy to find. Um, but the information on parking and where to park, how to get there, all that stuff is on the TRAPS website. Make sure you RSVP on the TRAPS website. And then a fun aside, this is the first time I'm officially announcing this. We will also be having a social at 4 p.m. that day afterwards at Zilker Brewing Company. Zilker Brewing Company has been a, uh, a good uh, parks and recreation partner for the city of Austin. And so we want to uh, patronize their establishment for doing that. And we also want to make sure we thank, we've got some sponsors. So TF Harper and Associates has uh, stepped up as our main sponsor for this event. Barker, Brinker, and Seacat is going to be sponsoring lunch. We're, we're very excited about that. We're going to have some, uh, some of the, the cities that are going to be there are going to be bringing some recreation trailers or vans or whatever we have. And Wurlix is going to be uh, covering the parking fees for them. And then... Rambler Sparkling Water is our official hydration partner of this event, and so we're very excited to have everybody on board. Welcome to Rec Reflect. Uh, rather than me introduce you, John, uh, can you just give us a brief bio of who you are and for the state. Sure. I'm a state representative from House District 136. That's in Williamson County. Uh, it's Northwest Austin, Cedar Park, and Leander. Uh, under the new lines, it'll be incorporating a ton of Round Rock as well. And, you know, I'm excited to continue to have the opportunity to serve in the legislature. I'm in my second term. Uh, as a freshman, when I first got in, I met with our speaker and told him I wanted to be on the Culture, Recreation, and Tourism Committee, specifically to work on parks and and fight for our Texas parks. Uh, I've got a long family background of camping and spending time in our parks. And and, and uh, my stepfather was very involved in Big Bend. And so that's a, a place close to our hearts. Uh, as far as in my professional life, I work in youth sports. I work with, uh, you know, schools and, and students and extracurriculars across the state of Texas. Um, been doing that for 15 years. Um, believe strongly and passionately about the role of extracurriculars and team play and activities and 
you know, it ties right into having parks and access and, and just a, a lifestyle of engagement. Um, and I'm just uh, proud to help wherever I can uh, to support, you know, our Texas parks and, and, and promote uh, them and uh, see what we can do to get more people engaged and get outdoors. And so, John, uh, f- from your answer, which, P.S., I love it because it seems like parks and recreation hold near and dear to like your own personal history, not just your professional life. Um, you said that you specifically wanted to serve on the, the, the Recreation, Cultural, and Tourism Committee. Um, so I was wondering if you could start with what's something that the everyday rec professional can do to start getting more people involved in uh, Texas legislation? Well, I think the most important thing is do not be hesitant to contact your direct representative, especially in the legislature. Now, the House, we represent a ratio of roughly 200,000 individuals. There's 150 of us. Our districts are about 200,000 people. Now, in the Senate, it's five times that. So it's hard to find FaceTime, and that's no disrespect to the Senate. They've just got a million constituents. But in the House, we'll meet with you. Please come talk to us, call us, send us letters. Let us know what you care about and what you're passionate about. Um, I mean, that part is vital. And, and not waiting until session, not waiting until a bill comes up. We're looking for ideas all the time. And we have, in fact, like when we're in the interim and thinking through what legislation we're going to file, we, of course, meet with like our school boards and our mayors and our councils. But we also have a whole section of constituent ideas. So what, what did constituents bring us? What can we do for the community? Um, it's very much uh, supposed to be representative government. So we need to hear from people and and, it, and don't be afraid to do it. Come talk to us, meet with me, meet with our staff. Let us know what you're passionate about. Let us know how we can make the community better, make our lives better. Um, and let's run with ideas. So many of the bills we file and work on and pass come from constituent ideas. And so that's important. I think when we specifically think about kind of recreation and parks, uh, you know, there's bills going through all the time. My freshman session, we passed a major bill to help uh, with funding for our parks, which is important. Um, and, you know, making your voice heard about why that's needed and why we need to protect our parks and invest in our parks. And uh, my dream to add more parks so more communities have access. Uh, you know, we, we need to hear that from our constituents uh, to kind of put a fire under your electeds to make sure we're moving in those directions. Jordan, I want to throw out there, too, that uh, Representative Busey did take part in the, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of changed our Walk the Halls event last year because of COVID. And so we asked our membership to walk the halls in air quotes in your own district. And uh, uh, I, I think it was Georgetown, um, Leander, and another community uh, was represented there. And Representative Busey actually met with them out at a park. So I would be interested, John, in hearing how that went, uh, what that experience was like actually talking with some parks and recreation professionals out at a, a park facility. You know, it was great. We, we met at Lakewood Park, which is in Leander. It's a fairly new park, I think about a year old now. Um, beautiful complex on the water. Uh, you know, it was just an opportunity to really walk around, talk about um, the parks. But I think what was really fascinating was that was two years basically after this bill to make sure that, uh, you know, recreation tax dollars are going back into our parks. And, and we've had such a backlog in funding that that's helping. And so it was nice to get an update on how we're seeing that uh, take effect, how the legislation takes effect. It's, you know, we pass these bills and, and sometimes we don't 
see the updates or we don't hear from the people on the ground about how it's happening and taking effect. And so that's important. Um, so we want to see more of that. But I will say the the opportunity to get out of the Capitol and meet individuals and walk around the parks and, you know, maybe uh, I've taken our kids to Lakewood Park, but, you know, learn more about the parks in your community. That's a great approach. And uh, I hope more legislators take you all up on that opportunity. And we're in such an exciting time now, kind of, you know, parlays into our, our big thing here that we're doing here two weeks from now with the play day at the Capitol. Um, and so I know you've been working with Jeff closely on, on kind of helping us out and sponsoring with this. So how did that come about all the way from your end? What was it like when, when Jeff approached you guys with this idea and why were you so interested in doing the play day at the Capitol with traps? Well, you know, I, my, I hope we have a reputation as an office that supports these causes. And I, and I'm guessing that was a part of why we were kind of sought out. We want that reputation. We want to know people to know that. Uh, you can come to us about parks and recreation and, and that we want to help and we want to know um, any ideas. And so having a day at the Capitol to engage uh, members and staff and community uh, to learn more uh, was just right up our alley. Uh, we're happy to support it and sponsor it. We hope it'll be a great day of activity and learning and fun. Um, you know, in addition to me working in extracurriculars, I also have done a lot of work with Special Olympics Texas. Um, and they've done some similar things where we've had kind of torch runs from the Capitol or, or uh, activities. And so, you know, I've engaged and sponsored and been a part of that as well. So it's just anything we can do to continue the narrative and the conversation. I think, uh, I think back to when I first got in, because there's a, I'd love to see more parks. And I, and I met with Parks and Wildlife about how do we get more parks? And they said, you know, especially with COVID, our parks are loved to death right now. So we need more money. And so we've seen some help there. Um, but we know that's just the beginning. So how do we, how do we keep the conversation going and, and and bringing that fun and excitement to the doorstep of the Capitol and to legislators and people that are making decisions and their staff? I think is a great great step, and we're just happy to help and help bring that awareness. Well, I, th I think your uh, your idea of bringing more parts is going to get a couple of. Uh audible claps from some of our listeners so we definitely appreciate you i'm, I'm hoping when they hear this it'll be like yes it's exactly what we want to hear somebody wanting to bring more parks to our to our system because we have a lot of people obviously who are so passionate about the parks um and so upcoming projects upcoming legislation that we can get involved in and, and kind of help push where what's your perspective on that that ways that traps can not only be involved but we can be involved as, as citizens Sure. You know, I, I think we're going to have to continue to work with the Parks Department. I mean, I, I think where we were, uh, if I think back to when I first got in and we passed this legislation, we were about a billion dollars, you know, in kind of back funding that we needed to just maintain the parks we had to get them, you know, uh, up to speed, keeping them with all the usage. I mean, a great thing, uh, even before COVID, but one of the, you know, silver linings of COVID was everyone got back outdoors and our, and our parks are being utilized. Um, and that's really good, but it means we need to keep ma maintenance and investment. Um, we did pass a constitutional amendment, which the people of the state overwhelmingly voted for to direct money, to force money to be directed and not be pulled to other projects to help our parks. You know, that would take at least, I think, three cycles of that funding to get us caught up. So we're not there yet. So that's kind of where we're at at the moment is getting caught up on maintenance. But I think about our communities and, you know, whether we're doing grants for kind of city and county parks or we're doing direct state park funding, you know, we don't have enough. We we got 254 counties. We have under 100 state parks. Uh, maybe you have the direct number. I think it's right close to 100. 
I'd like to see every county, every community have access to, to state parks and, and have them within reach. I mean, you know, it's, it's when we meet with people that, you know, have never been outside of their neighborhood, have never gone to our beaches or our parks, you know, it's what do we need to do uh, to help open the eyes and, and get that, those experiences. And so one is having activities where people see uh, what's out there available to them, but also is finding more uh, parks in each community. So it's much more easily accessible to individuals. And so I think that's where we need to be advocating, talking to your state, local elected officials uh, about potential grants or working with your state reps about uh, ideas and parks. And we, we need people out there that have land that would make great parks. Maybe it's a good, uh, good write-off. We can donate some of that back to the state and, and help. But, you know, there's really cool things. I think in Leander, uh, in my district, we've got uh, dinosaur tracks that are in a creek. You know, it's private land. We've got dinosaur tracks right there. How cool would that be uh, to be protected and be a part of the community one day if we could find the funding and resources for it? Just in our backyard here. Yeah, I was going to say, Will, kind of an extension of that, too, because John hit right on the uh, on the head there that the the constitutional amendment in 2019 Obviously, that money goes to Texas Parks and Wildlife, but so many of our cities benefit from that through the local mm -hmm. parks grant. And so it's not when when city or municipal or county employees, you know, hear talk about the sporting goods sales tax uh, amendment from 2019, they may think, well, that's awesome. We love parks, but that's parks and wildlife. Mm -hmm. No, that benefits each one of our communities when we apply for that. Gives us the ability. I'm sit, I've said this before. I'm sitting in a building right now that was built with a local parks grant 20 years ago. So, you know, that's that's a direct it goes to Texas Parks and Wildlife, but then Texas Parks and Wildlife helps us out with that. So that's so important. Yeah, I think what's so cool about this and, you know, we can jump in a little bit here, too, is is that, you know, we've interviewed Jeff a couple of times now on the podcast. John, we, we've gotten to make a relationship with him. And Jeff is just such an advocate for our side on the on the trap side and, and everything. But, you know, Jeff will say probably till he's blue in the face all the time. I was like, Hey, I need more of you guys talking to the representatives. I need more of y'all getting involved. I need more people, you know, he can't do it all on his own. And I think a lot of times we see, um, I want to say the representatives as big, bad people or our legislators, as big, bad people, but it's intimidating. So what can you do, John, on, on your end, Representative Busey, about really encouraging our members? Like, Hey, my door is open. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to talk. Come talk to me. What's, what's your pitch on that? If you wouldn't mind giving us that. Well, I, I, that's absolutely correct. Our door is open. Come on in. I mean, you can just come down to the Capitol and walk into these offices. They're, they're unlocked and, and during the day and staff are there, even if members aren't. I happen to be a local rep serving Austin. So I live 15 miles from the Capitol. So I'm down there in the interim. A lot of times it's going to be staff and not uh, members. But you can go to if your member will have a district office out in your community that you can go talk to them. They'll have staff there as well. I mean, you really have to just uh, take my word for it. When you walk into those doors, people are receptive. They're welcome. They're welcoming. They're friendly. Uh, you know, these are 150 people that uh, are connected back to their community and, and want to serve their community. And so they're not going to be mean to their constituent that comes in um, to talk about their love of the outdoors and love of parks and recreation. I, I just think that's uh, I, I can understand what you're saying about it can seem intimidating and I think as you move up the chain, um, I can understand that for sure. I mean, when we talked about Senate being a million constituents, I mean, that's that's a hard task for a senator to get to take all those meetings. So when you look at Congress, you know, 750, 800,000 constituents, the state house really is 
accessible. And that's kind of the goal is for it to be accessible. And, uh, you know, we run into people at the grocery store. We see people all the time in the community. That's the point. So come and talk to us. And, and if you want to, uh, you know, kind of get your feet wet, come to my office first and, and talk to, to my team and, and, and do a practice run before you go talk to your rep. We'd also love to, you know, if you have some great ideas, bring them to us and we'll sit down with your reps as well and, and have a bigger conversation. Well, and, it, and this is so cool because I will, we can attest now between me and Jordan and Jeff that John is a very, very, very nice guy. Everybody who's listening, like <laughs> he's a very wonderful individual, wonderful family man. But, you know, one thing that really gets us interested in, in having this conversation is like clearly you have passion for this. Clearly you have passion for this play day at the Capitol, being involved with Parks and Recreation. So, you know, I know you've got a chance to kind of say why, but what's your Parks and Recreation story? Why are you so interested in, in helping us get this direction going? Sure. I, you know, I think for me, it's um, my stepfather who uh, passed away about a year ago. He, he was very in love with the big bend. And so we, we've grown up going out to big bend, whether it's a national park or the state park, spending a ton of time out there. Um, in fact, he and my mom got married on Thanksgiving in big bend. Uh, now it's been 30 years, uh, ago. We, so we, we would spend every Thanksgiving out there. We'd go, you know, rafting the rivers, uh, uh, down the Rio Grande and, and going through the canyons and, and hiking. And, and then the passion just grew. He served on uh, the Friends of Big Ben uh, board, which is kind of the nonprofit that supported the national park. Uh, he served as their president for years. So it just became a lifestyle to be in Big Bend as much as we could uh, during a year, usually two, three t- trips a year uh, for their 20 year wedding anniversary. Uh, my stepsister and I got together and we, we purchased 20 acres of land. Uh, it coincided with me losing my first campaign, so I needed something to to get over that loss. So we bought 20 acres of land out there right next to the parks, kind of in between the parks, and we started building cabins and really just made it a home away from home. I mean, now we're, we continue our family tradition of having 20, 25 people out there every Thanksgiving, um, you know, staying in on our property, doing massive, you know, Thanksgiving dinners, turkeys in the smoker, uh, just just building memories and now incorporating our daughters in that. But uh, in my more fit days, it was hiking Big Bend, and 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 now it's uh, driving my Jeep through Big Bend and, do, and doing the off roads and and just really having a great time. But uh, you know, I would say my heart in uh, State Park, and uh, did I lose you there? Big Bend, you know, State and National Park. But there's nothing like if if you haven't done it, doing the hike at Paladuro uh, to the lighthouse. I mean, we've done that a few times. I had the opportunity to take my wife there recently who had never done it. And it's just, you know, we've got treasures like that all over the state. And so uh, I just think we got to get out there, get out and explore, explore your parks and whether it's a, a park in your neighborhood or some of our great state parks across Texas, there's so many things to go see and, and enjoy. And so you know, you'll build lifelong memories and lifelong experiences that are now becoming generational with my family. So I got to kind of ask just real quick, what was the conversation like with your wife when you said, hey, I just lost the election. Can I go ahead and buy 20 acres out there? <laughs> what was that conversation like? Well, she's, she sounds like a very supportive woman already. Right? have the kids yet, so I'm sure she was happy to have me go out there and <laughs> uh, dig, dig some cabins and build some cabins for a while. So <laughs> get away from the, the depression of losing, so... You know, it, it was, it was you, you invest in these races, you get, you get into it. And, and that was my first race and I, and I lost pretty badly. So I needed that time to kind of get out and, and, uh, and think about things. Love so. it. 
Well, we've got just a few minutes left. Like I said, don't want to take up too much of your time. We appreciate so much of you, you being here with us, Representative Busey. But this it's kind of traditional on our podcast. So we ask a few of the fun questions, a uh, few sure. of our goofy questions, not that we haven't already gotten into that. So, Jordan, you want to ask one of the first ones? Go ahead. What does your perfect day of recreation look like? Oh, man. Um, all right. It'd be at Big Bend and it would be a half day flow trip in the morning, um, you know, starting on the state park side. We'd get out near the national park, probably go over, drive up in the basin uh, at Big Bend National Park where they've got the the bar on the back porch to have a drink and watch the sunset there in Big Bend National Park. So going from the state, floating down to the national. So that's, I think I, I'm going to change my answer from a couple podcasts ago. I think that sounds like my perfect recreation day as well. Hey, that, that needs to be podcast episode two with Representative Busey is one of the four of us go do that. And we'll podcast after we do the, the float trip. <laughs> I've got, sure I've got a favorite, favorite float company out there we can use. He's, he's Beautiful. great. Beautiful. Okay. One of our other favorite questions we ask on every podcast is um, with, uh, uh, basically what is your walk-up song? So you're getting walked up. Maybe you're about to go make a campaign speech and you need a song to pump you up, get you excited. What is uh, Representative Busey's walk-up song to get you going? Well, you know, you make me think about my uh, Texas Rangers, and it's uh, it's hard to be a loyal fan some days. We've started the season rough. Yeah, so it's supposed to be a great year, wasn't it? And then already, what, like one and four? I was I was buying into the hype. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think if I was a baseball player, um, I think about some of the guys in next episode and Dre, but that's probably not the right state rep answer. Oh, so, hey, hey, this is humanized. <laughs> I'll tell you, our experience, uh, I would have loved to have been a professional athlete and I didn't have any skills. Um, I think what comes the closest is when we're in the Texas house, we're on the floor. When it's your time to lay out one of your bills, you go up to the front mic and you've got, you don't have nine people across from you opposed to you got 149 people potentially that could get on that mic and, and come for you, come poke holes into your bill, ask you the hard questions, grill you. You know, you're being televised to however few people are watching and uh and it's uh it's adrenaline it's intense um so maybe i'll say uh we didn't start the fire because we're building on problems before and we're moving forward uh with that but nice i love that opportunity to get to serve my constituents and, and be on that front mic it's an adrenaline like no other it must be like being an athlete and being out there taking that first pitch that's awesome that's awesome i love it so uh john uh, as we wrap up, uh, we always like our guests to have the last word to get uh, whatever they want to get off their chests to, to tell the listeners exactly uh, like a walk away, like the take home from this entire podcast. Sure. So be your uh, marching orders or your walking away advice for everybody listening. Well, I, w- I would say, what are you doing this Saturday or Sunday and get out? It's Easter weekend. Uh, maybe you've got extra family in town or you're with family, get out and get to a park. It, they're in your neighborhood. They're up the road. I, one of the things I hate in life is when I have nothing going on on a weekend and I sit around and think I could have driven to Big Bend this weekend. I could have done this. I didn't have to sit on my couch watching TV or whatever it is, you know, around the house. So I think there's a park within reach. Uh, don't miss the opportunity to have fun and, and get out there this weekend and do it. And, and think about that every weekend. Maybe it looks like you got a free calendar. That means you've got a park to go visit and explore. Very good. Thank you so much for your time, John. Thank you all. Thanks, man. John. Come by and meet John at the Play Day of the Capitol. Shake his hand and get to know him. He's an awesome guy. 
Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see y'all there, and I'd love to do this again sometime. Thank y'all for having me.